Welcome back. It's Reverend JJ. It's Friday. I just went and got a chai latte and avocado toast. So that'll be a lovely morning snack. I kind of want to wrap up this series on coping skills and being able to deal with ourselves in the midst of all of this chaos that's happening. So I know I've referenced everything that's going on right now as a psychological operation. And I'm going to say, like, it's all a psychological operation. The world is a reflection of what you're thinking, what you're manifesting. So if we're staying in a negative mentality or an anxious state or a hypervigilant state, always on alert, paying attention to our surroundings, feeling like we have to be on guard, it's not healthy to stay like that. It causes damage to the body. So we have to remember that our body is a temple and it needs to be nourished and cared for so that way the body will function and maintain one's spirit. So we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So the body is a vessel holding on to the soul or the spirit, right? And one soul or spirit lives on. The soul is immortal. So we have to remember what is it that we are creating? What are we reflecting out to the universe? So when we demonstrate resistance and we are resisting what's going on, as in say we're stuck in traffic and we're starting to get pissed off and angry that we're stuck in traffic. I remember saying to my dad one time while I was on the phone with him, I was like, well, I was stuck in traffic. There was a fire actually um, and the traffic was being detoured in a different direction and it literally took me like two hours to get home from work when normally it would only take me like a half hour so while I was stuck in traffic I made the most of it I called my dad and we talked for like 45 minutes on the phone um I made the most of the situation I didn't resist it so instead of getting angry and pissed off because I was stuck in traffic I went with it right went with the flow Uh, went with what life threw at me, knowing that obstacles happen in life and we have to learn how to navigate. So I want to touch on the coping skill of journaling and the importance of journaling and why do we use journaling in counseling and, you know, what is the rationale behind therapists always telling their clients to journal? Um, There is actually scientific evidence to demonstrate the benefits of journaling. So I have a journal. Um, It's pink. 
colors. Pink is one of my favorite colors because I'm a little girly. And it says on the front, in the moment. I have other journals. Uh, I'm actually looking at them right now. And uh, I'm assuming they probably would go back to almost close to 15 to 20 years. So I have two other journals. Uh, I'm pretty positive I have another one somewhere else. Um, I'm actually curious to know where that journal is. I think I might go searching for it because, oh, you know what? I do have it. So yeah, I've got journals that go back 15 to 20 years. I'm 45 now. I just had my birthday. So I have journals going back to 20 years of my life. Like I literally could write a book or create a movie, uh, which I would like to at some point in my life. So if anybody's listening to this podcast, uh, that's a producer and or director of movies or an editor of uh, books, uh, let me know because I have a story. I've been telling my story on here uh, and, and I didn't even really touch on all the ins and outs of everything. There's so many things that I didn't even talk about uh, so far. So uh, there's even more. Uh, there's more in my journal. <laughs> so uh, if anybody ever looked at my journal, they would really feel like I am crazy and that's okay. Your thoughts don't always make sense. And that's what we have to remember. And our feelings don't always make sense either. Sometimes the thoughts and the feelings can be confusing and we don't even know why we're thinking or feeling that way. It can be really confusing. And we have these random thoughts that pop into our minds and we don't really understand why they're there, where they came from. You know, I share this with my clients. I'll never forget being 16 years old, sitting at the dining room table with my dad and his third wife and my sister. And we were sitting there and we were, she was a chef and she made some octopus and some like crazy seafood and it was just amazing, it was so good. But I remember thinking what would happen if the ceiling fan came down and chopped everybody's heads off. Now, yeah, that's a crazy fucking thought. I do not want to see my family be decapitated. So it was a complete and utter random thought that popped into my head. Another occasion, random thought. I used to, and I may have shared this already, um, sometimes it's hard for me to recall in the episodes because I've done, I don't know, at least at this point now, I think I've done close to 20. Uh, I'm not really sure all the ins and outs of everything that I've said on here, so I may be repeating myself. But random thought, I would drive home from work and I remember my drive was along the river and I would drive along and I would look into the river and think, what would happen if I drove my car off of the road and into the river? And then my mind would start going into this whole scenario of this what if, and then my car is going underwater, and then the car is filling up with water, and then it's this whole scary thought of drowning. Again, random thought. We have to remember that you 
are the observer. Okay, thoughts come and go. And I said this, feelings come and go. But it's important to journal and write about what's going on in your mind. One of the purposes of journaling is to get it out of your head. Because what happens is we dwell, right? We get stuck on a thought or an idea and we just keep playing the same thought over and over or the same conversation or stuck in our feeling, how we're feeling about what happened, whether it's anger or sadness. Journaling will benefit so it can get the thoughts out of your head and it becomes tangible. You can actually see it now. You can take the piece of paper and if you wanted, you could burn it, rip it up, crumple it up, throw it out. It becomes a tangible document. So we don't want to perseverate. Perseverate is, you know, repetition. We don't want to keep thinking about the same thing over and over. We don't want to dwell. We don't want to harbor. Okay, because when we harbor on the negative emotions, what does that do? It causes us to get sick. We stuff down our feelings and our emotions and we can get physically ill. There are connections to emotion and the physical body. So if you're feeling grief and sadness, you might feel that literally in your heart. You may feel the heartbreak. So the heartbreak and the loss and the grief and the sadness and the suffering and the sorrow is creating a hole in your heart. So we have to fill that back up. And we fill that back up with love. So I did find the screenshot that I was talking about in one of the other episodes about the frequency of the heart. I found the post. Uh, I believe I did screenshot it. And one of the things that science has now realized is that the frequency of the heart is radiated up to six feet. So how ironic is that? That we're being told, and there's no science behind the six feet thing, okay? There isn't any sort of scientific evidence to prove that being six feet away from somebody and doing this social distance created thing there's no scientific evidence to show that this is at all even of a benefit. And I mentioned before that that is considered uh, torture. Um, the CIA uses isolation as a form of torture. So I'm going to read this post. This is why they want us six feet apart. The power of our hearts is amplified when in proximity. So the human toroidal biofield, T-O-R-O-I-D-A-L, biofield, 
extends five to six feet from the body. So that's like your aura or your frequency or your energy that you have. So it says coincidence that the social distancing requirement is six feet. In addition to these limitations on the co-creation, metaphysical and harmonic power of two positively polarized beings together, the isolation and distancing currently being enforced have kept the majority feeling frustrated, irritated, and enraged. The exact vibrations that they want us to be in. So what I'm getting at is if we were to spend time with one another and we weren't distancing within the five to six feet, we would be co-creating our fields and amplifying the love vibration and amplifying the frequency of the heart. So they're purposely keeping us apart. Okay, so I wanted to touch on that. Um, and there, this, their studies, they can now monitor um, the frequency of the heart. The heart has its own frequency. Um, we know that this is, there's some truth behind this. So we want to make sure that we're handling things okay because we are isolated. We're in this ridiculous house arrest because that's what I'm going to call it because a lockdown or a quarantine um, would be for people that are sick, uh, not for people that are healthy. Healthy individuals should be able to walk around and be okay. If you're sick, you stay home. I mean, this has been common knowledge. So, I mean, you have a fever, you stay home. You don't want to get anybody else sick. If you are sick, I'm not sick. I have no symptoms. I haven't had any symptoms in over a year. And I have not done the test. Neither have my kids. And I will not do the uh, vaccine. So this is where we're at. Uh, I've looked up a couple other things too. And I know nobody wants to really hear this because we don't seem to want to know the truth. We want to live in our delusion and um, stay ignorant to what's going on in the world around us. Um, But I'm seeing some videos and I'm witnessing literally with my own eyes um, things that are going on with these masks. Uh, Canada um, had to recall a whole bunch of masks because they were contaminated. Um, There are also other videos that I am seeing that there are parasites on the masks. And you can literally see the parasites with microscopes. And that's the whole thing is they are microscopic. A virus is microscopic. These things are so small that it's almost impossible to see with the naked eye. So you have no idea what you are putting in your body and on your body. You're trusting And that's okay. But I also have seen, and you can look this up yourself, on the tests for the COVID, there are two different tests. One says positive COVID, one says negative COVID. There are two different tests. So... 
when you look at the ingredients on these sterile swabs that they're using, it specifically says on the positive COVID test, on like the wrapper of what the swab would go in when you open it up and you pull the swab out, right? It's supposed to be sterilized. It says that it's sterilized with EO, which is it's ethyl oxide, um, EO. You can look at the package. It'll tell you. The negative one does not say that. The positive one says it. It says that it's sterilized. And then it even has the biohazard s- symbol on it. It has a biohazard symbol on it. This um, ethanol oxide, look it up. E-T-H, ethanol I don't know. I I can't spell it right now. Ethanol oxide, EO. It's a neurotoxin and that's what they are using to sterilize the swab that they are putting up inside of the nasal passage. And it's also um, breaking the blood brain barrier and it's implanting some nanoparticulates in the nasal passage. Uh, which could potentially be causing people to get sick too. So the COVID test has that ethanol oxide. That's what they use to sterilize the swab. And it says specifically that it causes cancer. You can look it up. It's on the CDC website or it's on whatever those health websites. Look it up. You can find it. Just Google ethanol oxide. It causes cancer. So I know I just went off on a bit of a tangent um, in regards to these ridiculous regulations. Um, but you guys need to know what you're doing to your body and what's happening here. Um, and it's, it's, it's plain knowledge. It's common knowledge. All you have to do is just look into it a little bit deeper. There's a lot more going on. But it's important to capture. I, this kind of just reminds me of like the whole like Anne Frank times and going back and reading the journals of Anne Frank. Um, keep a journal, write down your experiences, write down what's going on, capture and keep a log of your thoughts and your feelings. So when you're journaling, you can look back. So journaling assists with getting the thoughts out of the mind onto actual tangible pieces of documents and pieces of paper, but it also assists with processing and it helps with reflection. So we can look back years from now, months from now, and we can say, oh wow, that's what I was going through six months ago. Oh wow, look at where I've come from now, a year ago. It can help you identify patterns. We can see some of the things that we're repeating, some of the negative patterns that might be going on, bringing in unhealthy individuals into our world because we're not loving ourselves completely. Journaling is proven to be one of the top, most healthiest coping mechanisms that can be utilized. Chanting and mantras is another one, and breath work. So those are top three. 
journaling, breath. And what did I say? Now my brain isn't working. Mantras. Uh, It's a little chilly today in Florida. Uh, When I woke up this morning, it was 46 degrees. And I know some of you, um, if you're listening in other areas of the world, uh, you may be kind of jealous because I know we are in April and it is spring, but there are other areas of the world that, that are freezing. But it's 46 degrees today. It's a little chilly. I had wanted to do some videos and go outside and work on some mantras and some chants and some different meditations that can help. Uh, I may end up doing that inside uh, because it's a little cold. It's going to probably warm up to about 60 today. It looks like 65, I think was the high. Um, And sadly, my blood has thinned since I left the northern part of the United States. And I've been in the southern area for about 20 years now. My blood has thinned out and literally my teeth tend to chatter sometimes when I go outside. So yeah, my body's acclimated and changed to the warmer weather. Uh, So when it gets cold, I don't really function too well. Um, But I really wanted to kind of wrap this up with the ideas of journaling and the importance of journaling. We want to be able to kind of shift that song that we're repetitively playing in our mind. And the best way to do that is to get it out of your head. So write about it. Work through it. While you're writing and journaling, you'll be able to process and come to conclusions. And I know I shared about a letter that I had done, therapeutic letter I had written um, about my mom. And I wrote a therapeutic letter about my ex-husband. I burned them both. Uh, and I released the energy back out to the universe. Um, so I wasn't continuing to carry that. So we want to be able to kind of release some things and work on getting that stuff out of the mind so that way we are not continuing to perseverate and dwell. So a very healthy mechanism and... I speak from my own personal experience that I maintain journals. And I know damn well if anybody looked at my journal, they would probably think I'm crazy. I'm psychotic. Um, It's not really that bad. But sometimes looking at past relationships and interactions and things and times that I forgave people in my life that I probably shouldn't have, i.e. seven-year unhealthy narcissistic relationship. So yeah, that was not good. Uh, and my marriage, um, not very good. And I wasn't faithful. And yeah, there's a lot of things that I've done that were not in align with my true authentic self. And I had to learn, as I said, the hard way, some of these life experiences. But I can go back and I have years of entries of journals and I implore you to do the same especially with this time and this era that we have going on um, with like ridding the planet of our history and things being deleted cancel culture um, 
you know, I just, this just sounds like this whole book burning. Um, you know, they're deleting people's social medias, um, people's YouTube channels, years and years of work, uh, and information and education that they've attempted to share and put out there to the world to help people understand, right? It's being deleted. It's being removed. Uh, and this is part of the censorship that's happening in the world right now, uh, which is also not, not right. We all have the ability to think for ourselves and we have free will and we have our own minds, our own opinions, our own thoughts and feelings and you're responsible for them. Nobody else is. You are responsible for yourself and want to remind you of all that. You're not responsible for me. I'm responsible for me. So I hope everybody has a lovely day. It's Friday. I guess it's Good Friday. Uh, I don't recognize this holiday. Uh, I am going to put out a podcast on Sunday about Ishtar, uh, which is where Easter comes from. I don't recognize these Christian holidays um, because they are pagan holidays and they are based in satanic worship. And I know I talked about before the season of sacrifice, and that's where we still are. So I hope you all stay grounded. I hope you're able to stay in your peace. And I hope everybody is doing well. So you can find me on my website. Um, I'm offering yoga classes through Zoom. Uh, I want to start doing some of these videos on mantras, chants, breath work, and some chakra and yoga specific asanas and postures that can be used to help realign and balance your energy. Um, I also want to kind of throw out there, uh, I did get my supplements, Mrs. Mangoes and Company, so I'm putting that information out there. Uh, I received finally my moringa leaf. I got my gut health fix. I received my parasite cleanse. And I got the capsule that has the frankincense, ginger, and turmeric. So I've started my spring cleaning of my body and my temple. And I am going to rid myself of toxins and hopefully some of the heavy metals and the bacteria and parasites that have accumulated in my body for the last 40 something years. Um, I recommend that you guys look into that. Um, You wanna make sure that your body and your temple is healthy and that you are able to absorb all of the proper nourishment that you're putting into your body. So like if you're putting in vitamin A, C, D, E, um, you know, all the B complexes, uh, whatever it is, thiocin, niacin, thi- whatever they are, magnesium, iron, right? All of those nutrients and nourishments, vitamins that we need for the body. If the body isn't optimally healthy and your gut isn't healthy, your body won't absorb the nutrients properly. Um, So check out Mrs. Mangoes and Company. They're over in Rockledge, Florida. Uh, They will ship the information, ship the supplements over to you. Um, 
I contacted them and I received them within three to five days. Uh, and I also got a discount because I ordered three or more. Um, so check out Mrs. Mangoes and Company. Also, if you are interested in helping with your chakras and realigning your energy, um, love chakra teas. L-O-V-E, Chakra, C-H-A-K-R-A, T's, T-E-A-S. You can find them on Instagram at Love Chakra Teas and the website, Love Chakra Teas. I've also connected the website to my website so you can click on, there's a little, um, like looks like a T icon. You can check check on that little link on my website. It'll bring you to lovechakrates.com and they have different teas that are helpful for realigning the chakras of your energy. So this is all right now cleansing and detoxing and realigning your energy. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can do that and then you can check out some of the um programs that I offer. You can connect with me and we can do an individualized program that might be able to assist with where you're at right now in your life. And I'm here, Reverend JJ, and I'm here to help and I'm here to be of service. Um, So if there's anything that you need, please reach out, jjlotustherapy.com. You can Google me and I have uh, several things going on right now. So lots of healing and lots of energy and breath work to stay grounded, uh, peaceful, and happy in the worlds of chaos and psychological operation that we have currently occurring in our matrix world. So I hope you guys are all doing well and stay in the love, stay in the peace vibration and do your best work on yourselves and use the techniques that help you stay calm and grounded. I am the Lotus. I come from the mud. Reverend JJ. Namaste.